Welcome back to the Juggling Act Daily, a podcast to help working parents doing the juggle. I'm Mel Wilson, editor of Kidspot, mum to two tiny humans, an unofficial picker-upper. So a colleague was telling me recently that she has basically become the man in their relationship because she started working from home from the hours of 2 to 8 p.m. every day. And that means that she misses out on bedtime. She comes in, kisses the kids goodnight, but her husband has the enviable task of feeding, bathing and getting them to go the F to sleep. So apparently he has been struggling and has finally told her that he never realised how hard it was to go to work all day and then come home and do your other job by yourself. And it can be really tough when your partner doesn't get it and when they don't step up and share that mental load with you, especially when you're both working. So how can you broach the topic with them? Well, we're joined now by psychologist Belinda Williams and her gorgeous little newborn bubba, Angus, for some advice. It is often in in that way with the primary caregiver. Um, So often mum has a bit more flexibility at work. Mm -hmm. So we've still got those sort of gender ideas going on in the workplace. And they're often the ones that leave earlier, do the family workload, and then the husband who doesn't have that flexibility um, or hasn't accessed it then comes home. And Mm. look, I think it it really has to be a negotiation and and quite an explicit conversation around the different workloads, the the kind of employment workload and then the family workload that, that is happening throughout the day yep. and um, acknowledging that by 6, 7 o'clock when he comes in, she's also done her whole sort of second job, job yeah. you know, and, and that it needs to be maybe a bit of turn-taking. Mm. I know my husband and I do that in our house. You know, we're quite explicit around who needs what at the end of which days of the week. Right, and so so one of you will actually do that kind of nighttime routine while the other takes a break and you, yes. you take it Yeah, turns. and different days, you know, yeah, right. we, we sort of have one of us go straight upstairs, you mm-hmm. know, and have a shower and, and have that time to ourselves before we can come back down. Yeah, nice. um, sometimes those plans get derailed. Yep. Um, we have a front door and a back door and the person who often comes home from work later, um, comes in the back door and skips through the domestic load or we greet at the door and, and tag team, yeah. you know, and someone might come. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's sometimes how we feel at that time yes, of day. Yes, exactly. That's the response you get. Um, but yeah, how, how can you bring up those conversations though without, because, you know, resentment is a, is a really big thing okay. that I think often yep. comes into play and it's hard sometimes to go... Hey, you know what? I'm just as tired as you. Yeah. Like, how can we work? So don't do it at the time. Don't 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 broach this subject for the first time at the time of of frustration when they walk in the door and start heading down the corridor. Mm -hmm. That's not the time. Uh, It needs to be a proactive conversation around. This is what I've noticed. Yeah. We've fallen into this habit um, since my return from work um, is often the the way. Mm. You know that possibly mum's been home with the baby, um, and then there's been mum's return to work, but things haven't changed that much domestically. So there needs to be a renegotiation when work is renegotiated mm. as well. And do you th- it, it does, it is quite often that, that men just don't realise, like until yeah. it's sort of pointed out to them. Yeah. 
Why do you think that is? Why why are they not able to like because I think that's a common thing as well that for for women and for mums quite often like how can you not look around and see yeah. how much help I need? Well, look, I think you know it, it's easy to say you know they're they're um, not taking note or they're being selfish or self focused, but the reality is they don't have the experience of staying at home with the kids. Mm. So in the Scandinavian countries where um, they share parental leave quite extensively, they get to have the experience um, of being the primary caregiver. Mm, that really relentless aspect. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah while, while the other person returns to work. Mm. Um, and so they get to experience the other side of the coin and that really helps inform the conversations that are had in the home mm. um, and, and, a, and a sense of empathy and understanding. So if you know we don't have that as, as commonly within our society, we need to have those conversations explicitly mm. at a time when uh, there's maybe kids not around, the stress is low yep. um, and it's more a curious conversation around this is what I've noticed What's it like for you? This is what it's like for me. Yeah. And what can we do about that? Yeah. No. You know, so so it's a, a less emotional conversation at that point, mm-hmm. even though there's a lot of emotion behind it, yeah. um, and negotiate what the needs are between both parties because it differs from household to household. Some really great tips there from Belinda. And you can find out more about her services at thebumpyroad.com.au. That is all from me today. Make sure you subscribe. Please tell your friends. Pop on by the Facebook group. It's called Working Mums Australia. Stay safe, jugglers. Stay home and please stay kind. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.